Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Beautiful Collision Podcast. My name is Jenna Grace May. I'm an artist, worship leader, songwriter, and lover of Jesus. You can find out more about me on my website, jennagracemay.com. Welcome to another week of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, commenting, letting me know what you want to hear, and just your response to this has been really encouraging to me, so I'm going to keep doing it. This week, I'm so excited to share with you some great news, actually. After all of our hard work, David and I, my husband David, are ready to release our next song, and it's coming out this Friday. I'm so excited. It's called Constant, and this song is really special to me. I'm, I'm really proud of it. I think I love, I think it's beautiful and I love listening to it, which is good because you hear it about a million times when you're working on it. And I'm just ready to put it out there for you guys and I'm ready to share the story behind it. The word constant just comes from me learning that God is the constant presence, the constant one throughout our lives. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my life and a little story. So just get cozy, get comfortable, get a cup of coffee, and it's story time. So growing up, I was, and I still am, the daughter of a college football coach. So I am like the only creative one. My mom sings in, around the house and in quiet church, and my sister sings too, but she's very athletic, into CrossFit, brother did football. I was the random artsy musical one, and I always loved music and I always wanted to write songs and I always wanted to serve the Lord with music ever since I was a little girl and um, I started pursuing this um, even just as a young child and and so as a football coach's daughter you have lots of change in your life there is a lot of job change and there's a lot of moving and there's just a lot of travel but when we first were younger when we first started we were in Colorado Springs at the Air Force Academy And we would just travel, we'd get on a plane like every other weekend or every weekend and go fly to a game in uh, San Diego or Wyoming or Hawaii. They played Hawaii. I mean, we had like the jackpot of where you got to travel to for away games. And um, it was just so much fun. Like life was so fun. It was so good. It was those beautiful, blissful childhood years. Um, I grew up in a Christian family. I loved Jesus. He was like my best friend. (laughs) And things were really, really good. And when I was around nine or 10 years old, my dad just like kind of walked into our, our house and he was like, we're moving, we're moving to Tennessee. I didn't even know where Tennessee was on the map at that point. And I was like devastated, I guess is there's no other word. Like I, I didn't really know what to expect. I'd never moved before. And I, at least to my like memories, I couldn't remember moving. Um, I had moved when I was a little baby, but at this point, like I was rooted here. I was grounded here. This was my home. This is where I was from. This is, I was one of these people like this. These were my people in Colorado and we were moving to the South and we picked up and we moved and in the middle of the school year, and it was just like the rug got ripped out from beneath me. And I was in a new school two weeks after my dad had told me that we were moving and my brother and sister and I, my mom, all in this new town, this tiny little town in Northeast Tennessee. And it was culture shock. And I got bullied. I was not accepted. It was a small town. So it was new people were just 
not accepted. And I got hurt so bad by people, by kids and and people that I tried to be friends with. Just the rejection went so deep and it hurt so bad. And in the midst of all of that, my dad was now a head coach before he was an assistant. Now he was a head coach at a college and the pressure was tremendous on him facing a lot of um, things at the school and things that he didn't know were going on that he found out after he got the job and so begins six years of my dad fighting for this job and um, it wasn't too long after we moved there that my dad came and told me that his mom my grandmother had cancer and she lived in Charleston South Carolina and I didn't know this until I was grown and gone out of the house but we actually moved from Colorado to Tennessee because my grandmother had cancer and because my dad wanted to be closer to his mother. I understand that now. As a child, I did not know that. I thought my parents were just being mean and just like ripping us from where we thought we like were going to be forever and changing everything. And um, then as soon as we move, I'm facing rejection and bullying. And then grandma, my grandma has cancer. And you guys, this was not an easy cancer battle. This was one of those horrible ones, like the nightmare ones. And it was very traumatizing. And I have a whole nother story about her that I am going to share on another podcast. Um, But for anyone going through that, I just pray the peace of God over you right now in this moment. And I pray that you feel his comfort and his presence because he is with you and he is so close to you. Even now in the depths of sorrow, if you have a loved one that's suffering or if you yourself is suffering, I just pray that you feel the peace of God around you right now in this moment. So moving on, a few years later, um, my grandmother did pass away. And that was heartbreaking. I mean, like, heartbreaking doesn't describe the words of pain like that. And, and again, like, a rug was ripped from beneath me. Everything changed as far as, like, something that was the same every time. Like, my, my granddad sold all her, got rid of all her stuff, moved to a different house. I mean, it was, everything was gone. Everything that I knew had shifted in an instant. And then I got sick. A few years later with um, Graves disease and it's a it's a thyroid problem hyperthyroidism I had to get my thyroid like radio radioactive like radiated or I don't know how to describe it really but basically my thyroid was killed like I had to get it killed it's dead now so my body completely changed I was sick I was in the bed I, I lost all my friends because I wasn't in school and I I couldn't cheer on the cheerleading squad anymore. Like, anything that I used to do, I couldn't do anymore. So, like, it was, like, one thing after the next. Like, and then, like, and then it was my health. And I was just 15 years old. And I had lost my health as what it was for the rest of my life. I've never been the same since then. Um, And just after that, after I was recovering, I kind of got my body balanced back out. Two years later, my dad comes in. And the school that we were at had dropped the football program, so we were moving again. And it was my senior year of high school. Right before my senior year, we moved my junior year, the last nine weeks in the middle of the year, ripped me out of school, put me in another school, we moved to North Carolina, and it was in February. And the thing about my life is, I don't know why, but everything happened in February. We moved to Tennessee, but my first day of school was Valentine's Day in Tennessee, 
and I will never forget that day. And my grandmother passed away in February, and then we moved again in February. And at this point, I was just kind of really raw. I was really numb and really numb, numb, and I felt pain. But it was just you, you learn to kind of manage it after a while. It's super weird. And I always loved Jesus so much. So, I mean, like, I, I knew I wanted to serve him and give my life to him, but I felt like there was all this pain over my heart. And, like, there was a light in there that, want, that I wanted to let out and let shine the love of Jesus into this world, but there was so much pain covering it up. And when I finally graduated high school... I went my um, freshman year at the college that my dad was coaching at in North Carolina. And at the end of that year, well, in the middle of that year, dad lost that job. And I actually had to finish that year at a community college. And this began my journey, you're going to probably laugh, at five colleges in six years. I, I've just had nothing but change. Like, over and over again, it just feels like the rug had been ripped out from beneath me time after time after time and nothing was certain I couldn't get my hopes up if we thought something good was going to happen it wouldn't happen but then at the same time of all of this I'm I know Jesus and I know and I love him and I want to serve him and so I started playing the piano and I would just sing to him all the time and singing and music was just my joy I, I would just imagine one day I'm going to write these stories I'm going to write these songs in my heart and I'm going to share them with people because I'm okay. God's helping me get through this. And I know that he can help others get through this stuff too. And that was really the motivation for, for why I started doing what I was doing. I didn't know I was going to be a worship leader. I didn't know about worship leading. I went to a church that we sang out of hymn books. And we didn't have like what you see now as like your modern worship um like at my church now that I go to here in Franklin Tennessee it wasn't like that so I didn't have that to look at but I knew I wanted to do something which was kind of like missions and ministry and music and then I love people and I love Jesus and I love hurting people and I know that God is our healer and I want to tell people that so when I was 19 and dad had lost this one job I was kind of at the point where I was like God like I just want to serve you. So I got on the computer and I found this camp and it was a Christian camp and I just applied to be a counselor and I, and I got accepted and I went to that camp and it was in Northeast Tennessee. It was back where we had moved from actually, um, which I didn't think I would ever go back to that town, but I did. And while I was there for the next 10 years, (laughs) which surprises me every time I say it, God healed my heart. He healed my heart through serving. He healed my heart through telling my testimony week after week to these kids. I heard kids tell me stuff that was going on in their lives that I couldn't even fathom. Like I could not wrap my mind around. Like, you know, when someone tells you something and you're like, everything I've ever gone through is like a piece of cake. It was like stuff like that. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was in over my head, but I just knew Jesus was the lover of their soul and that he wanted to pour their love out on them and so that's just what I would just tell them and I would just love on these kids and we would sit in the woods in a circle by a river dirty 
and tired and we would just pull out our Bibles and we would talk about Jesus. And it was just the most amazing time to be immersed in that year after year. And I, I ended up transferring to a Christian college there and started to pursue a major in worship leadership because while I was there, I discovered this other kind of music, which was more modern, and they were singing these songs that I had never heard of, and I, I wanted to um, to pursue that. I wanted to be up there with those people. I wanted to be a worship leader. It just opened me up to all the things that I do now, but it also opened my heart up to God's healing, and during that time, just being immersed in a community of Christians that were just seeking hard after God's heart and people that loved me even when I messed up and even when I would just do something wrong they would still bring me in and they would love me and when I did stuff that were was good or they saw good things in me they would call that out of me and I told you about this a little bit in the last a couple podcasts ago about the eagle and the woman that mentored me it was at this camp that that family brought me in and we just kind of lived life together for years and it was at this camp that I met my future husband and that we just kind of stepped from there into what God had for us and there was a day um, several years ago where I kind of was just cycling through this this pain like I would get good again and then I would just look at life and be like everything's falling apart like why does nothing work out why does nothing ever stay the same and God just brought me to my knees in this tiny apartment that I was in and there's this verse from Isaiah 54 I'm just gonna I think I may have mentioned it already in a podcast but it's though the mountains shake and the hills be removed my steadfast love shall not be removed from you nor my covenant of peace be removed says the Lord who has compassion on you and it was just one of those like moments where you see your life flash before your eyes and I saw like every time the rug was ripped beneath me God was there every time I felt like something fell through God was there every time I faced death or pain God was there and I saw that like this his consistent presence through my entire life and he said you have never been alone and you never will be alone there's another verse uh it's from uh isaiah 43 and it's the one where it's though you walk through the fire you will not burn you go through the waters they will not overcome you and that was that's that's exactly what i lived and still i mean we're we're gonna keep walking through things in life but when we know that like our god has his hand on our shoulder all the time we know that we are surrounded and we can rest in in his peace and in his covering and when my eyes were open to that reality when it was like a movie playing out and it was just one of those moments I don't know if you have ever had those moments where it's like a God moment I love to call it that where God just like really just shocks you awake about something that verse from Isaiah 54 was like I'm keeping this verse on my heart I'm gonna pin it on my heart and we're gonna just I'm gonna remind myself as I walk through life that he is with me he is the constant one he will never leave me he will never rip the rug from beneath me and he never has and that he always has something for me he's going ahead of me he's fighting for me and I just I he just began to to rewrite the um my history really 
like I didn't look back and see all the things I had lost, but I looked back and I saw every time God had lifted me up. And so I really wanted to write a song about it because I said earlier, I wanted to write songs that were my stories that I knew God helped me and I know that he can help you too. And there's a verse, I have it open here in Psalm 46 says verse one god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth gives way though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea and i wrote this verse it just says though the mountains shake though the earth gives way you stay the same your love remains and that's just the beginning of the song and it kind of sets it up that he will always be there he is the constant one and he's ever present and I just love um reminding people of that and I know it seems like such a simple thing but to me it's life-changing and I believe that there are people out there that need to hear this story and my testimony that it will change your life too because we're not just you know set free for ourselves but we're set free to set others free And I just want to encourage you right now to look back onto your story and think of all the times where you did have a heartbreak or something fell through or someone passed away or that job was lost or just any way that the rug of life was just ripped out from beneath you in health and in anything. And I just pray right now, God, would you just open their eyes to where you were in that moment and how you lifted them up in that moment and how your hand was on their shoulder in those moments, Lord. And I pray right now that your peace would just cover them like a blanket, Lord, and that you would just wrap up your children, God, and that you would tell them how much you love them, that you have never forsaken them and you never will, and that you go ahead of them You come behind them, and you are right there with us in this present moment. And we worship you, God, and we praise you, and we thank you so much for that truth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, Constant is coming out on Friday, and I am going to be sharing about it on all my social media. I'll put it out there. I'll make sure that you guys see it and you remember that it's coming out. Check it out. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on iTunes. I'm going to have a lyric video coming out for YouTube on it. If you are on social media, I am Jenna Grace May on Facebook, on Instagram, everywhere. My website is jennagracemay.com and I will be putting this song out very soon. And if you want to comment or connect with me, you can do that on social media. You can do that on my website of a contact page. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your stories and your testimonies. Um, I just want to connect with you. And thank you guys so much for listening and for always following along and for just being a part of this community and doing doing life together across, you know, however far away, however far apart we are, we're all connected in the family of God. And I'm so grateful that for that. And I just love you guys so much. And I just want to remind you that you are so loved and that you're seen and that God has his eyes on you right now in this moment, and you are so cherished and cared for. You guys have a great week, and I will talk to you very soon.